eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, thanks for the thumbs up, Eddie. Thumbs up right back at your face. All right, here we go. Podcast time. I got post Bruce Al. I'm post windblown Jerry, and away we go. What's up? So I wanted to discuss, Jerry, how one, what's the best way to get into New York City for when you want to go to an event like a concert? Yes, I still like driving. There, there's, there are, there are cons and cons to all of them. There, are, there. Are, it's quite the battle, though. Like, so I, this is how I do it. Yeah, I am always up in the air until literally an hour before I go. Okay, and the game plan is this. Check the Google Maps. If I can get in at a reasonably quick time, I want to drive in. Okay. If I cannot, and it looks like it's ridiculous, I'm going to Secaucus. That's it. I, there's no... So it's drive in yourself or go to Secaucus train station and take the train in. Yes. Now, does it depend where in the city you're going? For example, the garden, you get in the train station, you're right there. It doesn't because I went to the Beacon... As you know, to see Seinfeld, yes, which is nowhere near the I garden. Mean, it's another what fifty blocks right, up. Right, that's or what 40. I mean. No, so in that case, and I will. This is a free little plug. I will recommend it. I use Spot Hero, and I paid. I got a spot in New York City. I want to say I went. So we got dinner. We had dinner reservations, and then the show. So I picked a garage that was in between both, so it wasn't a too big of a walk either way. Turned okay, out we took a car because the wind and it was freezing out. Uh, we took an Uber. Um, I picked a garage right in between the two, and I paid, I think it was $21 for the entire night. I thought that was really cheap. That was cheap. Uh, and it worked out great. Had the prepaid, showed up, gave them the thing, they scanned it, took my car, and then the car was ready. Like, it was there when we came back. So I had oh, a good. wonderful experience. When I go to the garden, I like to park on 9th Avenue or 8th Avenue, go down to 19th Street. And park between 19th and 12th. I don't go past 24th or 25th because you're getting too close to the garden. I don't walk the 10 blocks. 
and you park right there on the avenue. Yeah, that that's not a bad idea. I'd be fully panicked not not having the experience of doing that. Sure. So I felt like with the garden, I went the Sea Caucus route, Jerry. Yeah. Gina wanted to take the train in the whole way. I said there was no I don't way do that. I'm taking the train all the way in. I don't blame you. I said because when you get when the show is over, I said most of the trains stop in Sea Caucus. Mm-hmm. Almost if, all of them. Yeah. If we if we took the train out of Long Branch or Metro Park, you got to get the train that goes back to that train station. Yeah, sure. And looking at the train schedules, uh, sometimes they're an hour in between. Yes. So I didn't want to have to leave Bruce Springsteen early, and I didn't want, and I knew it would not be super simple to get out of there. It was faster than I thought to get out of the garden. But here's the problem with Sea Caucus. You have a lot of people that do that move mm-hmm. in New Jersey. Yeah. They park in Sea Caucus. They go to the show. I know where you're going here. When you come back, there are hundreds. Trying to get out of the parking lot. First, to pay. I know. You got to pay first. You pay when you get there, so you don't have to worry about it. The weekend, you don't know this? No. The week, when you when you go to Secaucus on the weekend, okay, it's one price for twenty four hours. Oh my gosh! You pay it before you go in. Most oh, I people didn't know don't that. know that. Yeah. Then you get off the train. You laugh at everybody that's online trying to pay for their ticket. Oh, that's good to I see. They told got, you that they got to have signs for that. They don't have signs for that because when you get your ticket to park there, it says pay when you return. So when you return, along with the thousands of others that did this, mm-hmm. they have. Three payment machines. Yeah, I know. And, that it, and some people don't understand how to do it. Right. If you've not done it, it's confusing. I know. And then you wait in another line to exit the parking lot because each time you have to slide the ticket in for the gate to open and then you the gate it. closes. I know. I almost, I did lose my mind. Like legitimately lost my mind. After a great show? Yes. Oh, it yeah. stinks. So I know I'm got mental issues legitimately because... All I I was in a panic that the dog had been by itself for hours. Mm-hmm. I now I knew ahead of time I was going to be waiting in line with all these animals to get out. <laughs> right? It was cold and raining. Oh man, that's right. So you got the weather I got. Yeah, but later. Then Jerry, in the cold rain, in the line to get out. The person in front of me didn't pay, and now oh no, he wanted to back up to go. The woman gets out of the car. She goes, "He forgot to pay." I went ballistic. I stayed in my car because I didn't want to get killed. I went, "What the fuck? How do you forget the back?" I was screaming, Jerry, because I was losing my mind. So what did you do? The entire line had to back up. Oh my god! To get this guy out. Wow. Yeah. What a mess. A total mess. That's always my fear a, there. Yeah. Because there's now, the, when I went to the Rutgers game against Michigan State, they had someone there that was monitored. But I've been there before where there's no one there. Yeah. If the ticket doesn't yeah, work, no one there. what do you do? There was no one there. Wow. And the guy was going, at first the guy in front of me when he was at, I see him put the put the ticket in. Then I see his credit card out, and he's trying to tap his credit oh card somewhere. I go, God. oh, no, this guy didn't pay. I didn't know you could pay, though, when you first get in. Yes, I've always done that. Oh, okay. You park, you pay. Then when you come out, don't lose your ticket. Right, right, right. And then when you come out. Oh, I wish I knew that prior. 
you because that ruined my night. You're still going to wait online because a lot of other people do that too. Yeah, yeah. But you do bypass. Yeah, well, because you're, wait, you're cutting off one of the lines. Yes. Normally, you have to wait right. in line to pay and wait in line to leave. Now right. you're just waiting in line to leave. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So it's like, and this is what I said to Gina. Like, even the like I told you that was the greatest thing I've been to, Jerry. Yeah. Even then, I would have to rethink doing it again. I know. It's a pain in the ass because. I don't like getting in and out of, and getting I don't in blame was fine. You. I don't blame you. Even still, like getting into the garden, nine hundred lines going into. Again, now you're dealing with old people going to see Bruce Springsteen, having to bring their ticket up on their phone and tap it on the thing. I know. No one knows how to do it. It's uh, there are people that still are clueless. So now you're in line yep. with all these people. Yep. So and then so you got to get there early. Which I'm always an early person Me anyway. Too. Me too. But still, just like God. I enjoy, I actually enjoy whether it's a concert, a sporting event. I enjoy the the anticipation of it. Like I like getting there early. Yeah. I, I don't. The idea of getting to a game that I spent fifty dollars a ticket for, a hundred dollars a ticket for, and showing up in the second inning, what the hell? Then the game's over. You just you wasted what should have been part of the experience. Right. Like the the starting time on the Bruce ticket, I believe, said seven thirty. Okay, but I will tell you as, as someone who is a lunatic and and looks at reports of every show. Nine, he comes. He on? was coming on at eight every okay. night. Okay, eight o'clock, eight o'clock, eight o'clock, eight o'clock. So I wanted to be there in my seat by seven thirty. I would have been seven myself. Yeah, and I, I was. It was it was more like seven. Okay, but we walked around. Mm-hmm. And we got seven forty. The lights go out. They hit the stage. Really, the guy that I got the ticket that I bought the tickets from, who was going to sit next to me. Showed up eight songs in. What? That's what I mean. Eight songs in. That stinks. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know. I I told you. I texted you when I was there. I saw an ad for Brian Adams and Joan Jett. I, I was like, I got to go see this, Jerry. But now, I'm but in then my head, you had I'm to like, get home and you were miserable. Miserable. When is that now? You remember? June 9th, I think. June 9th. That, Which is a Friday night. It's a Friday night. I would go to that. That sounds fun. The um. The, the problem is when you go and you've lived in Tampa, when you go to events in other places, when it's easy, I'm not saying traffic, traffic is what it right. is, but when you don't have to deal with the other crap, it's like, what are we doing here? That's why I love going, getting out of the parking lot at the rock. Nope. It's not a, it's See, not that a, sounds like trouble to me too. It's not though. Going to the rock is so easy. Which, where do you park? Across the street from the entrance. So not in the parking garage. I never go in the garage. I never go in the garage. What do you pay to park there? I get there early enough, $20, $25, I don't know, whatever it is. I think it's $20. Um, there's the one lot. There's a couple of them that are right across the street. You literally walk across the street. Here's the entrance to the arena. You got to get there early. You can't show up for a 7.05 game at 6.55 and think you're parking in that lot. I show up at 5.45. Doors open at 6. I'm golden. I'm no problem getting in. I don't need prepaid parking. It's easy. Then you're out. All right, you might take some time to get out, but you're right there on the turnpike. It's right. so simple. Uh, the garden to me is a mess. And that sounds like it should be simple because you could take the train right in. Theoretically, it is, but it's not. It's just not. Right. Anything that involves Penn Station is not easy. Yeah. I know. It really, like, I was trying to explain this to Gina, too, about living in Tampa. I said, like, everything mm-hmm. was in Everything was accessible to everybody. Yep. Like, I would never imagine going to something going on in Long Island. That is just not happening for me. 
it, because it takes you six hours to get there. Right. And even if it doesn't take you six hours, here's the thing, too. Now, I will go to Met Games as much as I hate driving there because I, the kids love it and I'll deal with it. But even if the even if it doesn't take you, we're joking with six hours. Like Allie's wedding, for instance, which we talked about, without traffic was an hour and a half. But even if there's not much traffic, it's a hard hour and a half yeah. because the, the lanes are tight. People drive like a-holes. It's just, eh. Like going to Philly is amazing for yes. games and concerts. Listen, I told you I want to go see John Mellencamp. I bought tickets to go to Indiana as opposed to the Beacon Theater. Which is probably easier for you. Yeah. I'm, it's it's more pleasurable. Yeah, because Gina was already, she was, because I was like, I was a crazy person, Jerry. She's like, I, this is going to be terrible going to Indiana. I go, no, no, no. You know why? I go, I got a hotel. We're getting there in the morning. Yep. The hotel is right next to the theater, and I'm war walking right over. I am can't wait. That sounds fun. Simple. I uh, yeah, sounds fun. Really yeah. does. I'm sorry that your experience was so ruined. But I, I ruined the experiences because I can't handle the mental stress. Yes, that I put myself under. But I do understand that part of it. I don't like it either. I handle it better than you. Yeah, but it does prohibit me from. From going to certain things, sometimes I die. Think twice about going to the garden for things. Where the like Joseph wants to go see a Yankee game again, and I will take him, but I have to mentally prepare for that pain in the ass of right. getting there and getting out of there. I love it when I'm there. God, I hate driving there and driving back. Right. Even like this live show we're doing in Jersey City that the show is doing. Sure. Thir- Friday night in Jersey City, eight yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Okay, so we're off at ten o'clock. Okay. I'm going to go home. Mm-hmm. Then at what time do I have to venture back in? Don't know. Because it's Friday, heading into New... To essentially, heading, driving the same way as if you're heading into New Correct. York City. That is true. It could take me hours. Or it could be there in an hour. Or you could be there in 45 minutes. Correct. You don't know. That you is true. You don't know. Yeah, it's true. I, you're right. Ugh. Now you got to mentally prepare for that. Like, I've already... That's in, but not my mind. I have different things. So different things space out in my mind. So right, right now that the Bruce Springsteen show is over... Now I'm locked in on this. What the trouble's going to be getting there and back. That's my new thing I'm locked in on. I hear you. But this is what I do. I don't enjoy life legitimately. Like, I focus on all of this stuff. And I get it. I'm not focused on that. I'm focused yeah. on more what the show's going to be. And I, I, the thing about Friday night that's nice, as opposed to when we do a regular show, a regular show is like work. I got to bring the laptop. I got to know what the hell's going on. And it's four hours. Or five hours when you do the warm-up show. Right. This is a fun 90 minutes. In, out, say hello, take some. It should be a good time. But I'm not too concerned about the driving because, like, getting home, 930. We're at, We're not in Manhattan. Getting home will be a piece of cake. It's kind of getting there and getting our, our our bearings on where the hell we're going. Yeah, get your bearings straight. But, you know, it is what it is. Once I get there, I'll be fine. Yeah. And I am going to stay over, take an Uber from the hotel to the thing, and be done. Right. I don't know. I tell you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nothing's easy, man. I know, it sucks. And I made my... 
I just complicate. I live a simple, simple life. I have zero responsibilities. I have zero pressures on myself. I have made every move to keep my life uncomplicated. Except for the dog. Exactly. Yeah. Except for the dog. So I get a dog, which has now thrown everything into a disaster. So part of the reason why I was a complete mess at the Bruce Springsteen show was well, the minute I walk out that door to head to the garden, the clock starts. The dog. Uh, for the, the dog. Clock. Right. Yeah. So now when I get to see caucus at the end of the show and there's a line, I start freaking out. Then the guy in front of me didn't pay. I'm freaking out. And then I'm freaked out. Then I start doing the panic. What time am I getting to bed? I, I know. Even on the weekend, you do that. What time am I get? Yeah, into because bed unfortunately, when you get it, when I have a dog that gets up at two a.m., the dog doesn't care when I go to That's bed. That's true. That's two a.m. is the time we get up. I just thought the in difference that ex- in that extreme, it, it did change. Right. I was going to say, at least you don't have to get up and go to work then at two fifty. Right. That's the one. The one difference. Yeah. But I do understand the disturbed night. Trust me, I get yeah. that. Yeah. So I just I was so stupid that I complicated my life. So dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Uh, but I know the dog now. There's nothing I could do about it. No, no. Had I never met the dog, The Jerry, dog is yours. Yeah. Had I never met the dog, I could be fine in saying, no, I don't want a dog. I, made, I met the dog. So if I could go back in time and not meet the dog, I would. <laughs> but the fact that I've met the dog, I'm now... How many people do you think, let's say in the last year, yeah. not, all of, not all of life, in the last year... How many people do you think have said, if I could just go back? Oh. What percentage of people do you think? To change one thing? Yeah. I don't know. That's a tough one because in public, people never admit to regrets. Everybody has regrets. Right. But yeah, in public, you, you never hear them. Everybody has regrets. I don't regret um, doing 10 years in jail because in that time, I found God and I found no, I never would have. No, you have regrets. I find that most people. I have tons of regrets. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I feel so many people will not admit to having regrets, like no, it's some sort of weakness. No, 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 no. no. I, that, so how many re- regrets just in the past year do you think people what, have? No, what percentage of people do you think have said, I wish I could just go back and change that one uh, thing? I, I, like a high 90 percentile? Do you think it, it's a 50 percent I think it's thing? probably 80 percent. Yeah, I would agree. You know, go back and not meet the woman that you married or the guy that you married because they ended up destroying your life. Uh, not moving or not qu- or quitting sure. a job. That's why I don't. We're not taking a job yeah. that could have been great. I don't make any moves in life <laughs> because I don't want to regret it. So no, I make no moves. But then no you're moves. never also going. You're never also going to maybe uh, enjoy the fruits Correct. of your labor or your chances that you take. Yes, also true. Which is true. I read something to tell you about people that everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. No one wants to take the risk. That's me. Sure. I want to be an entrepreneur. You just that don't sounds try fun. It. I'm not going to roll the dice. Right. I don't want to risk anything. Yeah, I, I hear you. See, if I was in your position, I probably would have started 17 businesses already. <laughs> I would have because, uh, you know. Why not? My only concern is my wife and kids. I can go. I've said this a million times. I can go find enough money to get a one-bedroom studio apartment somewhere and live. It'll be fine. I can't do that with them. Right. That's why the little things I've done have been Those not, are big what they, things. not what they could be. Right. Not what they could be. There's too much... And also, this is the problem, too, is when you do have it good, why? Why would I walk away from this? Right. It doesn't make sense, as opposed to the person that's desperate that has nothing. They go after it at all because they got nothing to lose. Right. 
That's true. I will make moves when I have nothing to lose. Everyone usually does. Yeah. You're right. That's the that's when you make the move. Because well, you're desperate. Yes. There's like there's no negative effect to it. You fail again? Okay, add it to the list. <laughs> the positive would be it works. Yeah. Damn, how about that? You know? So that's interesting that you're that you even admit that. Which part? That you're you want to be an entrepreneur, but you just you won't try. Yeah, I won't take that. Right. You're afraid of losing. Yeah. Definitely. It also depends too on what you're trying. And we've discussed this. You know, if you want to go start some brand new business venture that's going to cost you a million dollars to get started when yes. there's no track record of it working, you know, you're pretty stupid. Uh, you know, for the one half of 1% that that works for and you get the story written about them, good for them. But my God, I, there's also, there are safe investments too and safe businesses you can start. You buy a business that's been successful for 10 years, you go in and just take it over with a little training, you meet the clientele, unless you're a complete buffoon. <laughs> you're basically buying yourself a job and a business. Yeah. Except you're the boss now. You can screw it up. You can be an ass and not be like the other guy and be bad to your clientele and turn them away. Sure. But for the most part, I mean, my God. You ever been to like a new business or something and you and you go, did they do any research to think this was going to work? Like where you, where you go somewhere, you go, that is what they're putting in this strip mall? That's yeah, never going to work. Yes, I'll give you one. All the time, right? Batteries and bulbs. Yeah. What is that? Now, there was one in Homedale that opened. I said to my wife, I'm like, how do that? Like, I understand rent rates now more than I ever did because of the investments I have with my friend. Yeah. And even trying for some spaces for the cornhole or the base. So I know what rent rates are. And I sit down and do the math on the on the square footage. I'm like, how do they even make payroll? Let alone make money. That place closed in nine months. The one in Homedale. Yeah. Maybe a year. But, like, but they're still around. But you knew that when you saw it was going in there how yeah, but, did they not do the but math you know what, on though, that? Al, how many times have i also said to you how about this business if i would have told my wife that this would have worked she would have told me you're an idiot and yet it's i can't think right now yeah but we've discussed businesses like that successful businesses that you look at and go i would never have guessed no this would have done well yeah it's um it's interesting there what was the other one too that oh, i'm blanking out that it didn't work oh we talked about this. The poor guy in, in Eatontown, the guy put like $600,000 into his 401k to do the golf simulator. Oh. And he was out of business in seven months. That money's gone. Yes. Like, damn. That's my biggest fear, doing something like but that. That's, but you're taking a risk. Like, that to me is not buying an existing coffee shop. That is starting this brand new business from the ground up. Like, I'll give you one. Cornhole's very popular. Guys in Tom's River opened up a cornhole facility. That's all it is. Now, we do great on Monday nights. I've tried different nights. Crickets. I'm like, all right, now I'm glad I didn't decide to rent this gym fully. What would I have done? Monday nights are packed. I got no one else that wants to go because they're busy. Kids, These guys put, I would say, a couple hundred thousand dollars into opening up a cornhole facility in Tom's River. Is that going to work? I'm in the cornhole thing now. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Maybe it'll work for them. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's a very, uh, that 
yeah, I don't know these businesses that launch sometimes like what, or sometimes like restaurants or stores that go into like main streets in these Jersey short towns. Like what are they thinking? How about these pop-up shops? We see the one we come out of the Holland tunnel, that one that like the, the kids clothing. Yes. That's been there a long time too. Who goes in there? I don't know. I guess people do. You know what that real estate cost? And they've been there since we've been coming in. I they've feel been like. there a long time. That yeah. store has not changed hands. Yeah, it's been there a long time. You almost wonder—is it a tax shelter, right, of some sort, or are there enough, or are there enough bougie families in Tribeca that can support a small clothing store for children? I suppose that's the answer. Yeah, it's either that or it's a tax shelter. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't open up any store that you could just get the thing online, like that batteries and bulbs. I feel like I could get that online if I need a battery or Target. <laughs> Where half the world goes every day, or Walmart. Yeah, like you know, the only time I went into that place was they they fixed uh, cell phone screens. I'm like, you know what? That's easy. I went in, they fixed it in an hour. But I'm like, it was eight dollars. Right. Like you got to fix a lot of cell phone <laughs> screens. I'm like, this, who's buying all these batteries? Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. Very odd. Uh, what do you make of this? Uh, I was curious. I, I had this argument with uh, Gina over the weekend as well. <laughs> We had quite a time, Jerry. Oh, I'm glad she enjoyed your long weekend. Um, this whole thing with the Twitter check marks, as yeah. far as they keep telling me I'm losing my check mark every day, it's still there. I don't know yeah, what's know. going on. I keep, yeah, I know. So, athletes like uh, I think LeBron James, yeah. Patrick Mahomes have come out and said they're not getting, Correct. they're not paying. And yeah. I see a lot of organizations also saying they're not yeah. paying. Yeah. So, is, do you think this will backfire on Elon Musk? I that, think they might reverse their – they could reverse the decision. It's possible. Because yeah. it, it seems like if Twitter is a new a place where people get news, that you would want those sources to be confirmed sources. Right. But he also seems to be saying he's not going to do that. I don't know. I'm, then, not, I'm not getting it. So Yeah, I'm not getting it either. And you'd be proud of me. I didn't log on to Twitter all weekend. That's a good job by you. Not one time. How about that? That's Since pretty from good. Friday. That's good, Jerry. I just logged in because I've been so busy doing eight eight WCBS eight eighty in the morning and editing. I just logged on to Twitter at ten I'm sorry, right before ten o'clock for the first time since Friday morning when I left here. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Mind free. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It, to me, it seems you're. I don't know. You're, you're just giving... gonna have to be careful with what you're, what you trust and what you don't trust. Yeah, that's all. Because a guy, a guy can say Mike Vaccaro with a, and can buy the blue check mark. So I'm gonna see that and think he's the guy from the New York Post. He can get, he can get Mike Vaccaro post and buy himself a blue check mark. Yeah. Either way, you have to confirm it now. Right. So to me, what's the difference? Well, yeah, I guess the difference is that you didn't used to have to confirm it. You could. You would trust the blue check, but yeah. that, to me, that's gone. That's gone, right. I don't even think about that anymore. If I want to go see an Adam Schefter tweet, i got to click on it and see, all right, is this the guy that's got 6 million followers, or is it the guy that's got 16 followers? Right, like he removed the, the, the only one he removed so far is the New York Times. Okay. Because I guess he's fighting with them. Got it. But, so I checked the New York Times this morning. They are not verified, but they have 55 million followers. Wow. So I'll go ahead and assume that's the New York Times. I would Times. think that's them. That's a good point. The other thing, what's interesting about Elon Musk, a lot of people see him in a similar way that they see Donald Trump. Okay. So athletes like LeBron James, 
are not go- think that paying eight duck eight bucks a month is supporting Elon Musk, which it is, and therefore they won't okay do it. Which is another reason why I listen to a stock analyst talk about Tesla stock. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's not it was up to like four hundred something dollars. Now I don't know what it is now two hundred dollars. Still high, right? But they say could be a situation where people don't want to buy Teslas because it shows you're supporting Elon Musk the same way you wouldn't buy a Donald Trump car if you didn't support Donald Trump. It's an interesting thing when you're the head of I a don't company. Think of Elon Musk like that though. Yeah. I don't know enough. I honestly, I don't know enough about him. Yeah. I just know he's super wealthy. He's got Tesla, the space program thing he does. I don't know enough about him. And Twitter now. And Twitter now, yeah. I guess he's annoyed people on Twitter because he's... I'm so, I am so over all this social media bullshit, yeah. honestly. <laughs> I've, I, excuse me. I've had, an, I've had enough of... I've had enough of people, and I've had enough of people on social media. Like, everybody sucks, really. And right. it's just... Oh. We don't need to hear from everyone. I tell you, at this, at this baseball tournament this weekend, so I videoed the game. We talked about this in the warm-up show, which is coming up in a minute. But just qu- I videoed the game from behind home plate instead of being in the dugout with the kids because it was a consolation game. wasn't It wasn't a big deal. I thought it'd be cool to see the game. You video the whole thing on your phone, or you had a camera? I well, I brought my GoPro, but I actually did it on my phone. Really easy to put the better batteries, better pause. And then play, you take it right off there, record. so it doesn't. I uploaded it right my, to my YouTube okay, channel perfect. for the kids to watch. the The language and the behavior of of adults is so out of bounds. And I know it goes on. I just don't hear it as much in the dugout. But being out there with them, it's shameful. It really, like, society is just shit. (laughs) It's really what it is. Yes. It's, I, like, these are 12 and 13-year-old kids running around. They are screaming at adult umpires. Like, this was game six Yankees, Red Sox, ALCS. And what's funny is we've been hearing about for years and years about adults at Little League games, right? It's gotten worse. But the fact that people still do it, even though worse. we know it's mocked and yeah. no one wants to be the man or woman yelling at an umpire in a Little League game, we're still doing it. And and I'm telling you, worse than ever. It doesn't, because people are so stressed out. Yeah. It's almost like they come to these games to get it out. And then even the coaching, like some of these club teams, there was a kid the other night, so he twists his ankle. They were batting everybody. So if you have a kid gets injured and he's out, well, when his time comes up, he's out, unfortunately. So we knew he, we saw him twist his ankle, but he stayed in the game at the moment, didn't think anything of it. So when his time comes up at bat, the umpire is like, hey, we need a batter, we need a batter. The coach goes, well, take the effing out. But he said it loud and was angry because the kid wouldn't go up there and hit. Like The injured kid. Are you kidding? <laughs> What are we? What is this? It's really, it's remarkable. Yeah. Oh, just everybody's out of control. Everybody sucks, Jerry. Yes. That. Yes. Exactly right. There's a song where they say that. Is that it's right? Limp Biscuit. Everybody Everything sucks. is effed, and everybody sucks. My air, 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 air. All right, Jerry. Let's do the warm-up program. That was pretty good. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow morning on a Tuesday at five. Until then, see you. All.